Shall we play a game? Love to. How about global thermonuclear war? Wouldn't you prefer a good game of chess? Disclosed location, thousands of fathoms beneath the sea. This is the Deep Dive Podcast. All ahead, one third, off scope. Battle stations. Battle stations! Hello, divers. Welcome yet again to the Deep Dive Podcast, the only podcast that can save you up to 15% on your car insurance. Did you know that? <laughs> What's car insurance? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm Tom Feeney, writer for Wingshop Movie Magazine, available on Amazon.com. And with me is... Manda. Hi, Manda. Hi. I'm the co-host here. She is the co-host here. I'm the here. dinosaur expert here. The only dinosaur expert here. Yep. In the county. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh, the county, they, they emailed me once and said, hey, we need to know this specific dinosaur fact. You're our gal. Wow. And I replied with roar. <laughs> that was it it was super meta yeah wow that's actually pretty good yeah. i mean i would have just replied with uh <laughs> what's a dinosaur dinosaurs oh i get it they were they were planted in the ground by the devil to confuse us <laughs> whoa yeah well yeah. some people do believe that you know th there's no limit to what people believe even if we think that there is a limit like you know like a limit of logicalness mm -mm, mm -mm. it goes beyond that no yeah it's it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah that's one it, way to it's put kind it. of ridiculous sometimes yeah oh well but in any event uh let's get to today's topic shall we mm -hmm. now computers have been part of our lives for at least oh last seven years or so i'm not good at math um now i remember my first computer do you remember yours Mm, yes, I do. What was it? Mm, it was it was definitely a Mac, and oh. it was one of the Emacs, if you remember. And they had oh yeah, um, the education Macs. Yeah, right. and they had um, different colors. So what my school district did was that you could put a deposit on a Mac, and then it was kind of like yours. You mm -hmm, rented mm -hmm. it, um, and at the end of the year, people could buy it from you. So my parents bought me a blue one. Uh, no, turquoise, turquoise. Yeah, oh, do you nice. remember they had like I, a plasticky? I did. I actually had one of the original iMacs, the uh, oh, the blue nice. ones. I think I still have it in the garage somewhere. Oh wow! I don't know if it, it doesn't work. Probably, but probably yeah, worth something on eBay. Yeah, probably. I've I've also seen people turn them into aquariums, which is kind of cool. I have seen that too. Yeah, I remember when I first opened up Apple Loops, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was in high school. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so my first computer, and this was <clears throat> back in nineteen. 81. So it took up the entirety of a room. Yes, it was a, it was one of the Univacs uh, <laughs> from IBM. Yeah, I did a lot of punch cards. Um, oh. Actually, mine was a Commodore VIC-20 with a Ooh. whopping 4K uh, of RAM. So, and it had an expansion module, too. And it had a cassette tape drive. Nice. An actual audio cassette tape drive. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was at work the other day, and I had the... Uh, pleasure of seeing a much older Mac. It was a, a Performa series, 1600. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I uh, I had to take the hard drive out to make sure that we could safely remove the data. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy, nor did it look the way I expected it to. <laughs> yeah, uh, my uh, my first Mac was a Performa, Performa 550. Oh, wow. Yeah, back in the mid-90s. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, back in the yeah. mid-90s, my Performa, I loved, that was my first Mac, I loved it. Yeah. It was such an awesome really computer. Really robust machine. It really was, and it served me for a good long time. <laughs> so I had that for like five or six years. Wow, and it was a great machine. I loved it. Yeah, uh, I stuck with I stuck with it too because everybody else that I knew was switching to Windows ninety five, and I was like, <laughs> nope, I am not doing that. I am a loyalist. To be fair, XP is probably the best OS out there for Windows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they got to ninety five, I was like, eh, it's okay, but where's my Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah, you know. They, I think they released, uh, the guy's name is Chris Columbus, the guy who makes Rollercoaster Tycoon. And I think he released the second version on 95. Um, and that's the expansion where you could have like different types of food stalls. Mm-hmm. So not just like hamburgers and hot dogs, but you could get like french fries and like a ice cream one. <laughs> and you can still drown people in the lake that you made. Oh boy. Yeah. That, that's my fond memory of uh, childhood. So nice. <laughs> Memories. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so the reason that we're having this discussion mm-hmm. that you probably have already there's a the point podcast off by now <laughs> is that our topic today hackers hackers that's right those like I'm being hacked f- those fun loving rascals like to spend their free time disrupting our digital infrastructure hmm. and frightening the elderly as you know they do because <laughs> everything that they own has been hacked I've my toaster's been hacked got some stories for you oh boy don't we yeah uh yeah it seems like once you once you hit a certain you know, a certain age bracket, that's it for you. I think the irony there is that most people who do hit that or the people who do hit that bracket and start to think, oh, I'm being watched, don't realize that, you know what, you're just of an age bracket where they don't really care anymore. Mm, that like, might be true. Take your social security and we don't care at all about yeah. you. So yeah. we're not looking at you through your phone or your TV or, but hackers are a real thing. And yeah. honestly, so much has happened. I mean, at least in my generation, mm-hmm. um, that's been huge. I mean, <clears throat> What about the whole WikiLeaks thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think most kids in my generation would know, or at least heard of WikiLeaks. But, um, I mean, this kind of stuff, like espionage, yeah. goes back oh, yeah. lots. I mean, we're talking, like, I can't even think of examples I've read about in, like, World War One history and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, one of the major problems is identity theft, for example. Yeah. yeah. And as big a problem as, as that is for individuals, imagine if you have multiple personality disorder. <laughs> How many identities can you get stolen from you? That's such a worry. <laughs> it's not right. It's not really at all. No. I mean, that's a problem. I thought you were going to go with, like, imagine if you're a country. But, you know, it makes sense that you went with, like, the, the split movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because I figure, you know, if you got one, if you got more than one identity, <laughs> that's a real issue. Right. So, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, hackers, hacker movies. Hacker. I want to hear your first pick, Mandy. What do you got for us? Well, my first one is a slasher film, right? Hacker. What? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's my domain. Mine. Mine. Exactly. I think you'll be surprised with some of my choices. Okay. But no, my first one, um, I I think I can describe it with the word tragic. Um, So that's where we're going, right? It's called 23 came out in 1998. It is a German uh, film. Yeah. Uh, but I found, I found an English dubbed version. Um, directed by Hans Christian Schmeid, Schmid. Uh, starring August Deal. He is um, pretty famously known for a couple of like German historical period drama type things. Um, but he's he's pretty famous. Those always end well. He, well, you know, you know. So, okay. Basic premise here. 
it's 1980s Cold War era Germany, right? Um, by the way, I should mention, this is based on a true story. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a guy, he's young, he's like 19, 20, that, something like that. And he's part of like this like cool hacker group, you Ooh. know? And he's not necessarily into like, let's steal the government's secrets or whatever. But, you know, he, him and his friends are, I would say they're more legitimate than someone who occasionally practices hacking into your, your email account. Mm, right. So he is called Carl. Um, <clears throat> he also has a fascination with the number 23, hence the title 23. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there's a thing called the 23 Enigma or the 23 Phenomenon. Was there a Jim Carrey movie like yeah, about that? that movie is called the number 23. Honestly, whenever I'm researching this, they get confused and it's kind of frustrating because that movie was silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, it's basically... People find significance in the number 23. Um like the world is made up of fives, two plus three equals five, like some weird phenomenon like that. But in real, like real talk here, I think you're always going to find some valid truth if you look hard enough for it. Yeah. So like if I wanted to find significance in that number, I probably would. Well, that's what all most, you know, conspiracy theories are based on. You look too closely at something, you're going to find patterns that you want to find. Right, exactly. So it's it's kind of a manipulation of the mind, I guess, a self-manipulation really. But Mm -hmm. ultimately he he was um, fascinated by this number. So it comes up several times in the movie, which I think honestly might have been creative license from the director, despite Hmm. it being... um, uh, based on true story right. but basically he um his previous hacker group had gotten away with just basic minor things nothing like too too serious um until eventually he found that guess what we can hack into these large servers these large um protected servers um and it turns out they were from the u.s military oh so now we have a young 20 something in germany during the cold war finding pieces of u.s military information and then transmitting it to honestly not anybody of importance yet but what would become like a pretty big deal um so him and his friend group keep doing this and they they start to find like really important things like um you know rations of soldiers but also like you know timings and trainings that the military is doing and some some things that would have been really helpful for the german army i would imagine um so eventually one of his cohorts gets caught and what happens then, you know, you make a deal, make a plea bargain. Well, I'll tell you this, if you don't prosecute me, whatever. Um, there is actually such a thing called um, espionage amnesty, I think it is, hmm. where you can be protected from being prosecuted if you come forward with the truth and say, this is what I've done. I identify that I've done this, this, and this, and this is the information I've gotten from it. Um, so that's like a like a nationally or internationally recognized thing. Um, so he comes forward and says, yes, this is what I've done. Um, he verifies a lot of stuff, but one of the funniest, not funniest, but kind of sad and really truthful sayings, and they put it in the movie to some degree, um, passwords are easy to figure out. Yeah. Quite a few of his, uh, the files he found, the password was just password. Oh, yes, <laughs> kids, <laughs> or, don't do that. Or names, pets' names, that kind of thing. Nope. And what it really comes down to is that he was one of the first people to at least uh, internationally recognized as forming this idea that hacking and identity theft is really based on a social engineering aspect. Yes. You know, yes. so most folks, they live on one, two, three main street. So if I want to make a password uh, quickly, I'm going to use something with my, with my title of my street mm-hmm. in it. And then it's a, it's a case of just dwindling things down. Um, so basically he tells them what he's found and, um, the tragic part really comes in towards the end where uh, he ends up going missing 
right? No. And they couldn't find him, but they did find his car in a forest, burnt to a crisp. Uh-oh. Yeah. So um, because of the nature of his uh, unfortunately untimely end, it's weird, right? So the German government calls it a uh, self-inflicted a death mm. and everyone's like hmm interesting fishy. it's fishy because and, and you can go into some of the things but basically the the evidence they found suggests that they he really couldn't have done this to wow. himself and i mean he was young but if you have uh an enemy as it were and once you steal someone's stuff you're basically their enemy as powerful as let's say the the united states right they want to get rid of you fast mm-hmm. um, because they don't want you to tell any more that you've already told. And so instead of hiring, which is actually a tactic that most countries would do to hire on these people and have them be like a double sure, agent. Like, yeah. Um, they, some people suggest that they just, they offed him. Wow. So it's really tragic in the, in the, the sense that he was very young. Um, and he's one of the first sort of internationally recognized hackers mm-hmm. of our age. Wow, um, yeah. very, very smart. Yeah. Um, so to the scores, IMDb gives us 7.3. Um, and of the other three that we normally use, they didn't have any ratings on it. I'm not surprised. It's a German film. Right. So it's kind of hard stateside to get these um, reviews because, of course, if it's not in English, people are like, I don't want to watch it. Um, but I give it an 8.5. Wow. Even with the subtitles, it was gripping. I enjoyed the cinematography. It was very dark, but it was also kind of like... like just it, it pulled you in um and as of this recording you can find it on youtube for free the entire length of the movie nice and it is english dubbed you can also find it in german but really good film again 23 1998 good film it's good yeah 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 it's good yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little public service announcement by the way for everybody listening uh when it comes to passwords <laughs> no seriously yeah if yeah. you want to make a good password that you are not going to forget Stay away from proper names. Stay yep. away from street names. Stay away from that. Here's what you do. You take a quote from mm, a movie, yeah. song, poem, whatever. Use the first letter of each word of that quote. Ooh. It's easier to remember a long string of words than it is a bunch of random numbers and letters. Mm-hmm. So it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Take the first letter from each word and then just put a number on the end of it. Yeah. Because yeah. you can get the password in your head by just reciting the quote and just remembering what the first letter of each word is. Right. That's not bad. So if you do that, it's much easier to remember and it's almost unbreakable. Yeah. Because it just looks like to anyone else, it just looks like a random series of letters. Right. And then remember, don't go on social media and post about that particular movie or poem <laughs> because yeah, it's, just a, it's a trail, you know? Yeah, exactly. So just be just be aware. Yeah. I mean, it, passwords are one of those things where it, they're so important. But what I find most people do will just do variations of the same password. Yes, exactly. And that's not good. Yeah. And this is how celebrities get hacked, by the I way. Know, I know. Because it's not that people know their password, but people can answer their security questions by doing research right, right. about the celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what was the name of your first pet? I can find that out on the internet. Right, right. So stuff like that you have to really be careful about. What is Alec Baldwin? All right, that's enough of that. Okay. (laughs) Alec Baldwin, really? Well, honestly. Not Stephen Baldwin? Who? Never mind. Okay. One of the Baldwins. Yeah, they're all interchangeable pretty much, except (laughs) for the crazy right wing one. Uh, That's Adam. All right, your pick. My first pick. So, way, way, way back in the mid 1990s, (laughs) the whole internet thing was sort of in its consumer infancy. Yeah, it had been around for a couple of decades Mm -hmm. before that. 
But then it was just used by the government and some universities to send Illuminati communiques back and forth. Prove me wrong. those AOL CDs. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> I wanted to build a suit of armor out of them, but oh. I never had the chance. So once the concept, though, of the World Wide Web and the internet browser came along, it was the beginning of a digital revolution that pretty much changed the world. I don't think anybody can doubt that. No, not at all. Uh, it also changed the world of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more movie studios started putting up websites. Uh, I think the oldest one that is still operational is Space Jam. <laughs> that website still works. It's still no. active and it's still so very 90s. I need to but, Google this. Oh, it's so fun. It is the best thing. Spacejam.com? Uh, as far as I know. Uh, you may have to uh, Google it. Oh, um, wow. You may have to Google Bing. <laughs> yeah, that you see it? Yeah. That's amazing. Amanda just looked it up and it is so cool. Was this made with GeoCities? Uh, no, I don't know. But <laughs> for some reason, Warner Brothers has kept that website alive. It's kept it on life support for 20 years. Can you imagine how many hits they must actually get to this? I. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It is ridiculous, but it's so much fun. It's kind of uh, a nice look back. Of course, you can always go onto the Internet Archive. Mm. Uh, the Wayback Machine, if you uh, Google the Internet Archive and go to the Wayback Machine, they have saved websites going back 20 years. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So if you, that's a rabbit hole that is, you know, that you will fall down for hours. But it's a lot of fun. Nevertheless, Hollywood, as we're back to, mm. will never pass up an opportunity to exploit a trend or <laughs> something popular. That is true. That brings me to my first pick. I call it the 1995 stinker from director Erwin Winkler, The Net. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, if you don't remember <laughs> The Net, oh, man. it's probably for one of two reasons. Either you never saw it, or the trauma caused your brain to erase it from your memory. <laughs> so forgive me if this review triggers you somehow. I love the slang. I apologize. It's like, I'm going to go play b-ball. Nah, man, I'm going to go on the net. I'm going to jack in. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Let me just dial in. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, this is awful. <laughs> the, the net pretty much covers almost every in, early internet cliche and trope. <laughs> from that time period, from the mid-90s. So what we've got is a young computer programmer uh, played by Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. back when she was still adorable and spunky. <laughs> so she's kind of this borderline agoraphobe. Mm. Uh, she doesn't. She hardly ever leaves her home, and she works from her computer at you know in her apartment. And she does everything. She oh, she can order pizza. <gasps> what a concept! She what? can order pizza from her computer. Oh my god! What a world we live in. My goodness. Speaking of pizza. Oh, hey, wait a minute. No eating. Okay. Uh, So she gets this. She winds up in the possession of this mysterious floppy disk. And I'm doing air quotes for floppy Floppy disk. disk. Can we explain, though, for a minute why it's called floppy disk? Uh, Please. It was. Oh, I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because they weren't exactly floppy. They were hard plastic. Well, no, not the original ones. The original oh. big ones were kind of wobble, wobble, wobble. Oh, okay. That makes uh, I know because I had a side business in high school selling them uh, to kids. That's way better than Instead what I did. Instead of drugs. Which is what I sold. Yeah, cigarettes. all right. Yeah, never okay. mind. Continue. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> so she gets this floppy disk that basically places her in the middle uh, of this vast conspiracy, as opposed to a minuscule cons- conspiracy. You know, are, there ever, are there ever small ones? I don't know. I, no. I'm sure there are like conspiracies of like three people. <laughs> But it never really goes anywhere. 
It's like, all right, fine. It's conspiracy three people. So once she looks at this disc and basically all hell breaks loose for poor Sandra Bullock because uh, her identity gets erased and replaced with a different identity that has an arrest warrant attached to it. So now she is a fugitive from justice. They knew everything about me. They must have watched on the internet. Someone's tapped into the system. I'm staring at the personal files of the Undersecretary of Defense. Think of the power that they have. You can make a reality, won't you choose? They screwed my information and, and my fingerprints. It's time to go. I don't understand. Why me? This summer, Sandra Bullock is caught in the net. They've done it to me. They're going to do it to you. Rated PG-13 at theaters July 28th. And you've got your typical shadowy cyber terrorists, nefarious corporations, and a uh, Dennis Miller before he was brainwashed by 9-11. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Remember fair. when he used to be funny? That's fair. That's just sad. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, this is kind of, this is a paint-by-numbers kind of a movie, but it's so nostalgically bad. Right. So you look at this and you're thinking, oh, my God, this is sort of a a representation of the 90s after someone read a computer manual and just looked for it, looked at the glossary and just threw in all these terms that they had no idea what they meant. Right. And just was like putting, oh, what can we do with it? What can we do with this? What can we put in here? And, you know, I I can't really fault Sandra Bullock for this. It's, you know, uh, this was in the beginning of her career, really. This is around the time when she was doing Speed and stuff like that. What? Yeah. Oh. Not doing Speed. Oh, oh the movie. But the movie Speed. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. She had stopped doing actual Speed long before <laughs> then. So, you know, that was a good Congratulations on your rehab. Yeah, And then she yeah. did that movie 28 Days. Do you what remember a, that? Yeah, it lasted 28 days as far <laughs> as, as far I remember that movie. Oy. Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, I would watch it if you're going to watch The Net. Watch it as like a double feature with one of those old internet safety videos on YouTube. <laughs> the internet and you. How can your family benefit from the internet? <laughs> what is a troll? No, that hasn't happened yet. No. Because that, you know. But yeah, it will. What's that guy from Dateline? Chris Hansen? Yeah. <laughs> he His job wasn't in place yet. Yeah, no. He was uh, He was still just hanging out, you know. Just yeah. like, uh, what am I going to do with my life? <gasps> Internet. Ooh, <laughs> Predators. Yeah, all pizza. right. There all we right. go. But uh, luckily for Sandra Bullock, the, you know, herself, it did not hurt her career, mm-hmm. thankfully. <laughs> uh, she went on to do some amazing work mm-hmm. in films like Speed 2 Cruise Control, uh, All About Steve, <laughs> and of course, Bird Box. <clears throat> Bird Box. I really wanted that one to be good. Oh, my God. I wish I had a blindfold on when I was watching that movie. (laughs) And earplugs. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you know, like I said, if you're going to watch it, watch it for the bad nostalgia, not the good kind of nostalgia, but the bad laughable kind of nostalgia. Right. Uh, If you you look at it through that kind of context, it can be a fun kind of a trip down memory lane or a cautionary tale. (laughs) One or the other of how the 90s basically screwed us all up. Oh, yes, well. Uh, now let's get to some numbers, shall we? Yep. All right, so the net gets a uh, oddly respectable 5.9 out of 10 Unexpected? on the internet. Unexpected? Okay. Yeah, in a movie database. Okay. 38% on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Like now here's that. the funny part. There was a TV series based on the net really? that ran for one season on the USA Network back <laughs> in 1998. Hmm. 
And what's funny is, is that the TV series gets a better Internet Movie Database <laughs> score than the movie. The, the series gets a 6.3 oh, wow. out of 10 as opposed to the 5.9. Probably, and, and this is just a guess because I've never seen the series, probably because Tim Curry was in it and he makes everything better. Oh, Tim Curry's awesome. He was like, uh, he was like one of the hackers. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like some like overlord What's or something. What's that movie that you love that he's in? Oh, God, I can't, I can't think of it. Clue? Um, no, no, Stinky no. Stinky horror. He, he wears a corset. Uh, Stinky horror picture crap. No, no, no. Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, 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 no. <laughs> Love the music, movie. I'm sorry. Unless you're seeing it with an audience, it sucks. <laughs> Prove uh, me wrong. Oh. Yes, or don't. please do. Or yeah, don't. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So both the Net and the Net TV series are available right now for free. Free. Because no one would pay for them on the Crackle streaming service. <laughs> I don't understand why there is a streaming service that sounds like a candy bar. Right. But there is. So it's oh. Crackle. I think that's owned by Sony, which is a good job marketing that, Sony. Yeah. Uh, so it's free on Crackle and rental for $3.99 on most other services. But get it for free. Download Crackle. Watch it on there. Yeah. If you would like. Might as well. Yeah. So I'm going to log off for now. <laughs> and... Amanda, what's your second pick? Oh, man. Uh, let me just reset my password real quick. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. So my second pick was a bit of an interesting one. It's actually more of a documentary. Okay. Um, it is from 2001, and it's called The Secret History of Hacking. Ooh. Yeah. Directed by Ralph Lee, starring John Draper and the Waz himself, Steve, Steve Wozniak. Wozniak. Mm-hmm. So, okay. This is a quick little... A synopsis here or, or a brief overview and it's mixed with like pictures of, of modern technology at the time because we're talking about you know almost what 2001 so almost 20 years ago yeah so um and then we've got layovers and voiceovers from from Waz and uh john draper um john draper if you don't know is really famous actually he's, if hackers can be famous he is a famous hacker but he's more um famous as it were for the term freaking oh yes that's ph R-E-A-K-I-N. Glad you mentioned that. G. Because that's coming up. Oh, is it really? Oh, interesting. Um, This is why I always go first, because I I have a good intro for you. See, I do this all for you. That's why? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. Um, Basically, freaking is a slang kind of term coined to describe activity or the type of people, the underground culture of people who like to study and experiment with telecommunication devices. So when I was young... We had one of those see-through 80s-style like phones that you could see all the wires and stuff in. Ooh. Yeah, and one of my brothers tried to take it apart. <laughs> Didn't work out so well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's in the military now, so gotta be with him. In any case, um, <laughs> so the the term freaking is really abundant in this movie, and they kind of go over it. So here's the premise, right? How does hacking and programming lead to today's? Uh, tech inventions now if you don't know steve wozniak is a co-founder of apple yes he's a project founder of apple one and two um and he's kind of a um, kind of a cool guy yeah you know he seems like a nice guy entrepreneur, entrepreneur philanthropist loves crossroad puzzles yeah you ever see that that article he was like top of the um uh crossword puzzles score list on some application that he developed wow and he was like hey tweeting out play me or whatever and he always won it i don't know also co-created breakout for atari Oh, wow. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Atari. Yeah, in any case. Um, so 
basically they give examples of at that time again modern uh, technology and of course we're looking at the flip phone then and and um sort of the singular what do they call those like block phones before they had flip phones but they were smaller and they could fit in your pocket like a nokia but without a flip i mean at that point they're talking about how uh hacking telephone bases and cell towers led to the invention of having telephones Mm. like that kind of thing so steve wozniak of course is talking about all this stuff he's a notable programmer we can only assume that some of that maybe prowess and technology has gone into the current line of iphone or or any iphone really because the iphone came out what in 2007 2009 yeah roughly yeah roughly there somewhere around there so i mean he had a long established history and then all of a sudden we have this like revolutionary device. I mean, the iPhone has changed the world. Yeah. I think he left Apple long before that. He did. He did leave. I mean, I think, what was it? Like, I think it was like 1999 he left. I'm I'm pretty sure it was a lot earlier than that because he was in a plane crash. Oh, Uh, right. Yeah, you're right. And then he pretty much, he had a lot of time to recover from that because he was seriously injured. But he was like an advisory type deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You're right. You're right. Um, So... I don't want to spoil it too, too much, but it, it's about 50 minutes. Um, and I think you'll find it very surprising, some of the commentary they have. Mm, yeah. You know what I always thought was really kind of cool, too, is you remember in Matrix where they said, follow the white rabbit or whatever. I can't remember what it is. Blue but pill, red pill? Something like that, right? But they all have, like, names. They all have, like, aliases. And some guys, some famous hackers called, like, Jubilee. And it's like, couldn't you think of something cooler? Yeah, I know. Like, Dark Knight of the Web or something like mm. that. But, I mean, ultimately, it's a documentary. And there are some really cool things in it uh, in regards to that, at that time, modern technology. So, give it a go. You can currently find it on YouTube for free. Oh, nice. 50 minutes. Believe it or not, it's actually put on by the Discovery Channel. Oh. So, it's on their channel. So, it's legal and cool to watch. Uh, scores. IMDb gives it a 7.6. Pretty high up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic didn't actually have a rating, which I do have a bone to pick about that, but we'll get to that at some other point. I'm <laughs> giving it an 8.0 because I thought it was hilarious uh, when Waz was talking, but I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. And then I was trying to remember myself who I was in 2011. I mean, one, I was a freshman in high school. And I actually didn't even have a phone at that point. I didn't get my first phone until I was like 18. But anyways, it's just, it's crazy to go back that far. And I know that um, it's not like necessarily that far away, but time moves faster when you get older. Boy, is that true. It's so true. Anyways, I was thinking we should have an alias. Like, can I have an alias? Uh, What do you want your alias to be? Ooh, how about like Brachiosaurus? Yeah, okay. I mean, many syllables. It's a lot, yeah. Just, just give me some time. I'll get there. But in any case, that's my second and final pick. I really, really enjoyed it. It has Steve Wozniak in it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong it. with the Woz. Can't go wrong with the Woz. Wow. Uh, can my name be a fried chicken sandwich? Yes. 100% yes. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I want to be Pickles. Pickles? Yeah. Pickles? Like Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats? Oh, I thought you meant like actual pickles. No. No. Oh. Do you have any food? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, you go with your pick. All right, then. <laughs> well, actually, your pick kind of dovetails into my pick, which is kind of interesting. Oh? So my second pick is what I consider to be the Ocean's Eleven of hacker movies. <laughs> this is, without a doubt, one of my all-time favorite films. Okay. And I'm talking about 1992's Sneakers. Oh, yeah. This is so much i've never seen it fun it is a fun fun movie it's got one of the best casts 
ever assembled. It's got Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier, Dan Aykroyd, Mary McDonald, River Phoenix, rest in peace, (laughs) and Sir Ben Kingsley. Oh, no way. I love him. Yes. Love him. Now, where this comes in, where your pick comes in, it starts basically in the late, late 60s with these two friends, Martin and Cosmo. And they are kind of a sort of prototypical Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak type. Really? They're buddies, but they're they're freakers. Oh, okay. Which means they tack it, they hack into phone lines yep, and yep. they do all this kind of stuff to, you know, and they they hack into student records and they they're trying to hack into government stuff. Oh wow. Because they're social activists and things like that. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, during one of these expeditions, so they're they're doing this uh, this sort of hacking session. And uh, Martin goes out for pizza, but while he's out for pizza, his friend gets busted by the feds. Oh, right, yeah. They raid his, they raid their, their dorm, and, they, and he gets busted, right? And yep. he goes to jail. So we fast forward 25 years. Martin, who is still officially a fugitive, he has a new identity, <laughs> he is now leading this sort of ragtag team of computer experts who are hired to hack into security systems to discover their flaws. So his team breaks into uh, high-tech systems to find out how to break into them, and then they let the company know, here's where you're vulnerable, which is pretty cool, and that's an actual thing. Right. So one day, agents from the NSA, which is spies on everybody, uh, (laughs) wants to hire the team to retrieve this mysterious black box they're outlaws. I don't work for the government. We don't want to bust you. We want to hire you. On the right side of the law. Your job is to find that little black box. Do you have the item? Robert Redford. Can you guarantee my safety? Dan Aykroyd. Battle stations. Ben Kingsley. Now give me the box. Mary McDonald. I'm an excellent marksman. Woman. River Phoenix. Sidney <laughs> Poitier. Go directly. Go directly. Where is the item? Hang up. They've almost caught us. Sneakers. Rated PG-13. September 9th in select areas and September 11th everywhere. Now, this box, it's a very nondescript looking. I think it was built into an answer, an old answering machine. Uh, this box can apparently break into any computer system on the planet and control it. It's got some crazy uh, fuzzy logic algorithm kind of a thing right? Uh, that can break into anything. So, of course, anybody that possesses this box is in huge danger from pretty much everybody. <laughs> everybody wants to get their hands on this thing because if you have the power to basically break into any computer system, no matter how sophisticated, you have a lot of power. Even in 1995, you've got lots of power. Mm-hmm. So uh, the team has to, first of all, they have to find this box. They have to acquire this box from the person that has it. And then once they acquire the box, what are they going to do with it? Do they really want to give it to the NSA? Do they want to keep it? Do they want to destroy it? What do they want to do? Right. They don't want it to fall into the wrong hands. But it could be useful in the future. It could be so useful. You don't want to get future. rid of it. But is yeah. it too dangerous to be kept uh, intact? Right. Because something like this, you know, even, you'd spend the rest of your life running mm-hmm. from everyone that wants this thing unless you destroy it. All right. Yeah. So they've got a, a bit of a conundrum on their hands. Mm-hmm. So now uh, this plot is really cool. And there are some very suspenseful scenes in it, too. It's like. Uh, there's some nice cat and mouse game stuff going on. So, you know, there's, it's really, really cool. Um, but what I really love about this movie is the quirky personalities of the cast of characters here. 
You got Dan Aykroyd's paranoid conspiracy theorist, uh, David Strathairn's like s- sweet blind hacker guy. He's like a really nice guy. He's blind but a hacker, uh, but he does everything by sound. Um, so all these people, uh, they give this film a real family kind of feeling. You you actually feel like this group is a is a true family of misfits, and they rely on each other, and it really it really is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that more than anything else really gives this film, I think, its its life and energy. It's also got some funny moments in it as well, some really funny stuff. So I recommend if you have never seen Sneakers, go find this film and watch it. It's so fun. It's it's nostalgic in a good way, unlike the net. <laughs> but I think it, I think if you like those kind of films, you will really, really enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm gonna get to the scores. The scores. Internet Movie Database, 7 out of 10. Okay, all right. And a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fresh. (laughs) Fresh tomatoes. It is available to rent for $2.99 on most streaming services, including Vudu, Amazon Prime, Google Play, and iTunes. Right. So, any honorable mentions? Any uh, shout-outs you want to give? I don't have any honorable mentions, but... Shoutouts are always a thing. Um, so, a couple of things. Um, I would like to let everybody know that we're coming up on season two. Yes, we are. It's it's going to be amazing, you it's guys. Gonna it's going to be so much fun. Oh. Um, at the end of this month, and we're in September, um, our host, Podbean, will actually have us on their page for an entire yes. week. So, stay tuned to them. Give them a follow. They're a great platform. Uh, they take care of us. But they're going to be featuring some of our cool uh, episode clips, and it's going to be really great for us. So, check that out. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Travis and Jay and the Belligerence Podcast. Um, that's about it. It was a good show. I enjoyed this show. I enjoyed this show, too. I thought it was uh, a a great deal of fun, and I certainly hope to God that we are not, um, that we are not hacked by anyone. You know what I say, though, is that you can hack me, just pay my bills. That's all. I mean, you can take my identity, just pay the bills. That's all I care about. All right. I mean, I I mean, I will also have a GoFundMe set up to then pay for all those things that get stolen. No, in any case. Yeah. (laughs) So to uh, recap our picks for this episode, uh, Amanda, what were your two picks again? My first pick was 23. It's a German film. Uh, And my second pick was The Secret History of Hacking from 2001 with Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Both of which, by the way, are free on YouTube as of this recording. Very nice. Very nice. So once again, my two picks were the uh, Sandra Bullock Crap Fest, The Net. (laughs) But like I said, if you're into nostalgia that's bad, you should watch it. Uh, And one of my favorite films of all time, Sneakers with Robert Redford and Sidney Poitier. All right. What do you think of that? That was a good episode. All right. Nice, nice welcome back episode after you know a couple weeks furlough. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So we're, it's going to be yeah. great. Season two coming up, and we're going to have a lot more content. Yes. And we'll also, I think we're aiming to do um, what is it? One episode per week for the month of October. Yes, we're going to try to do uh, one episode a week. We're going to blanket October mm-hmm. with the fun of horror films. Heck yeah! So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I think we're going to try and do different out. genres for each. Yes, one. we're going to do different genres for each. We're going to do horror, but different types. Yep. 
Because it's sort of subgenres. It's a spectrum, people. Oh my goodness, yes. Yes, we could just do. I mean, there are there are podcasts that just do horror films anyway. I listened to one that thought you could. They were talking about Jurassic Park. Believe it or not, as a horror film. As a horror film, there are horror elements to it for sure. But if you take away the concept of like this is cool, it's a park with dinosaurs. Like it's actually kind of scary and gritty. Yeah. But anyways, that's just my thing. So we have one more episode. We have one more episode of season one left to go. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make like Rodney Dangerfield and go back to school. Oh yeah. What do you think of that? No respect. No yeah. respect. Hey, you know you're all right. Hey. <laughs> uh, and no, not because I never got my GED. Oh. I never learned to read. University of Phoenix would help out with that. Oh really? Is that not online? Not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for a good reason. Uh, anyway. So we've got our Fortnite-themed backpacks from Target, and we are ready to fill them with our favorite school-related movies. Oh, man. So before we leave, stay tuned for Foul Play, the only podcast devoted entirely to poultry-themed sports. Uh, This week, hosts Stubby and Mitch tackle the controversy over allowing Cornish game hens to play on the same field as roosters. Feathers will fly. Yeah, All but right. So much smaller. It's not nice. I know. That's why there's a controversy. Yeah, fair enough. Fair See? Enough. See? I mean, they tackle the issues that other people will not. <laughs> They're afraid to. They're Get tackling it. the issues. Tackle. That's right. Yeah. Oh. So don't be chicken. Oh. Listen. Listen today. And that is it for us for that's this it. episode. For the Mandalorian <laughs> and all of us here in Studio D. I'm Tom Feeney. Are you ready to end this? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, hey. See you next time. Bye. Special thanks to Spirits of the Symphonic and Echo Craft for our amazing theme music. Links to both artists can be found on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.podbean.com. If you like us, you can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Overcast, or wherever fine podcasts are found. The Deep Dive Podcast is a production of Automaton Media. Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. How about a nice game of chess? <laughs>